0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast.
2: Tomorrow is opening day. This morning,
1: didn't have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like
3: usual. We just got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket, oh, saving this spot
0: for the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. <laughs>
1: boom it's a 170 that was money i think it's down right up there 10 yards
2: whitetail legacy podcast bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy
1: baller rut welcome to the whitetail legacy podcast coming at you with another legend um oklahoma potential state record um pretty much has it just has to go through the drying period (laughs) is what they're saying but uh that's what i'm i'm saying anyways but uh, we got to talk with uh gunner womack uh tonight i'm sure you guys seen his buck on social killed an absolute giant eight by eight typical buck um they don't get much bigger typical wise Almost um, those two little base kickers really, really get <laughs> yeah, some right? damage. But, uh, um, let's get into the partners and, uh, get into the show. I'm going to start off with the VIP veteran broadhead. We're all wrapped up with ATA with them at a great show. Um, combat veteran blew some people's minds down yeah. there. We knew it would, um,
2: a lot of people inquiring about how it, the, it, the inner workings, you know,
1: yeah, how it worked. Uh, they wanted to see it. Um, a lot of people are excited about it we're excited we we got to shoot it this year um, homie edited up a video and it played down there a lot of people enjoyed that showing what it can do and uh, you know it's 100% American made broadhead um, that's the only thing Matt and VIP do so check it out um, you got the VIP veteran broadhead shout out
2: yeah this week's VIP veteran broadhead shout out is Josh David he was in the army and um, we had a quite a long discussion and, uh, he said he just wanted everybody to know that he was honorably discharged and that, um, he wanted to thank us for doing this shout out and that he was going to check out the show. So I told him I'd tell you nice. and, uh, we appreciate your service, Josh.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Josh. We appreciate it, man. Uh, I don't know what Zach exactly you did, but whatever you did, we appreciate it. Uh, letting us do this podcast every Wednesday and, and, uh, big thank you from us here. at to legacy, my family and the VIP family. Um, let's get into, ECW, um, uh, the outdoor range, I'm excited to shoot out there. He's starting on it, even though it's it's early season here. It's <laughs> cold out, you know. Early in the year, not early season. I wish it was early season. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, early in the year. Uh, but, yeah, he's starting on it. Um, excited to get down there and fling some arrows, uh, have a nice 3D range that we can go to. Hopefully we can get some VIP access to that. <laughs> <laughs> be going down there and uh, shoot a bunch of different 3D targets right there at Roseville. Not a, not a long job for us, and uh, be... Get you tuned up for a 3D season pretty good. I know yeah. you're wanting to shoot some more 3D, so I am. get you more tuned up for that. Um, Ingram's Outdoor Obsession, um, it's getting closer to turkey season. He's going to be doing full-body turkey mounts. Already got a couple done. Uh, he was gluing pig hair on the no, the snood and stuff and painting the heads the other night, and that was pretty pretty neat, man. The detail work that goes into a turkey is a lot different than a deer right i could see it like being a lot more time consuming a lot of feathers to get delayed out right you know what i mean oh, so i
2: heard they're a pain
1: yeah I, I don't i know i know a little bit about how to mount a deer i know absolutely nothing about turkeys <laughs> right. i don't really want to know <laughs> so Yo, just
2: put, st- put it on a butterball yeah Let's just go. put it
1: whatever i gotta do but yeah all your uh, taxidermy needs check him out Scent lock um still running late season suit out there doing good um one thing i will say to that i ran it all year I keep going back to that bag, man. Another year of rough treatment in and out of the car. Um, still holding up. No problems. The ozone machine's been running two and a half years. Yeah. No problem with it. So shout out to them making a you know, product that lasts a long time. So let's get in the show. All right, we got Gunner Womack on the line from Oklahoma. How you doing tonight, man?
3: Doing pretty good.
1: All right, like I said, I appreciate you coming on and uh, telling us the story of the 8 x eight. Um when I first seen this deer I started counting I'm like well, I'm like man I can't even, I got to double count this thing make sure it's <laughs> right got a lot going on and uh it didn't have what even one little kicker point on it did it
3: Um at the base over underneath the eye guards it had a little bit of trash which was part of the deducted deductions. Oh, did it
1: okay from yeah, the from was... your the picture I seen, it was angled to the side so you could see all the tines so you couldn't really see yeah. the brows real well but
3: Yeah yeah
1: but yeah, pretty epic, man. So, give the listeners a brief introduction of uh, who you are and what you do. Oh
3: well, my name's Gunnar Um I'm an avid outdoorsman. I go to college at Oklahoma State. I'm majoring in turf management, um, which is like athletic fields, golf courses, stuff like that. Um, I pretty much hunt and fish every day I can, and I yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much me.
1: Nice. So you shot an absolute giant typical, um, you call it the eight by eight. Pretty, pretty solid name. Um, yeah. a 16 point typical deer is not something that you see every day for sure. Um, so, uh, go ahead and just break down the story. You know, when you, when you found him, how you hunted him, how the hunt went and how after well, the hunt.
3: We had history with him for three years. Um, he was probably a 160 inch deer last year. Uh, we, put him on hard supplement and stuff and really hit him hard with other things like that. And, uh, we, uh, kept watching, kept watching. And last year my dad actually passed him up with a bow. Um, we, we could have killed him last year and we decided not to see what he could become. And we were waiting on him early in the year, trying to get him on camera, trying to figure out, okay, is he back? Is he back? Is he back? And we finally, we finally got him on camera. And he was like, Whoa, Okay, yeah, um, we gotta keep this deer quiet. <laughs> yeah, we we have a lot of hunting pressure around yeah. us, and any deer that's any sort of something gets out, then everyone starts hunting fence lines, and it's just it's just no good. And so we were trying to keep this deer really quiet, and uh, I had hunted him pretty hard early in the year. I even had set up a new stand, me and my dad uh on this heavily used trail behind our hunt cabin over on the other side of our lake and we it was like i think five trails came together to go to our food plots and we had said it was we were setting it up for the rut we were hoping it'd be something we could sit in all day and get a bunch of deer traffic and hopefully have him coming behind there looping around checking stuff and that was probably going to be what i hunted real hard if i didn't kill him early in the year and the day I actually went out, I wasn't gonna go. I I was like, oh, I gotta work, you know. I'm not gonna get out there in time. And my buddies were like, Come on, man! You, you just gotta get out there. If you can get out there, get out there. And I was like, oh, But there's deer in the field. And they're like, If there's deer on the field, pull back. If there's not, get in there. And I was like, You know what? Fine. So I get to work, and I weeded about 150 200 yard fence line, and I do my stuff in the gator, and took it back to our shop and. Drove as fast as I could out there to get ready, and I got out there 5, 15 probably, and there was no deer on the field. And I got up in the stand, and about 10, 20 minutes later, two bucks come out, two little bucks. and They were marching around in the field for a long time, and they were the, it was a really quiet night, actually, and they, uh, they were the only deer that I saw the entire night until right at dark and right at dark a bunch of does started coming out and two other bucks came out one of them happened to be him and he all i had was this tiny uh shot window and i was it was about 40 yards i was like i don't know should i take it should i not take it i uh, as i went to grab my bow and decided i was gonna take it he jogged back in the woods i was like dang it, i'm done i'm hanging it up here's my chance never gonna get it again (laughs) but uh he ended up busting back out at these two young bucks so they were with a couple does and he was like i'm not having that." he came running out with his head down got him off thing he was about 25 yards behind my stand and i had to maneuver my bow around the tree that split my stand and when i got it around i got about mid draw and he, he looked up at me and i had to sit there mid draw for i felt like forever it wasn't forever but it felt like forever and he looked the other way and I got my full drawback, back and I looked up. I looked down my sight. and I kind of knocked it and I looked up. I looked down my sight and I let it go. And I knew I hit him solid because I heard a big, big slap. And he ran probably 20 yards and died in the middle of our brush hogged road. <laughs> our food oh, And I, so like I, I mean, he dropped and I was. I probably sat in the stand for probably 30 minutes and stared at him because I was just because I, I didn't have another. I had another arrow, but I had a practice tip on it because I had shot hogs the I before. And I just forgot to reload on my broadheads. And that was the only broadhead I had that wasn't a practice tip. And, I mean, I if, if he would have tried to get up when I went down there, I was going to try to just start aiming for the head or something. Yeah, whatever. To, whatever, to, whatever you got to do. <laughs> whatever it takes. This sucker's going down. Like, uh, I had a knife back in the truck. I could just run as fast as I could but he was hurting as soon as I hit him and he dropped and he kind of had his head up and when he dropped it I was I was kind of like oh my gosh what did I do I know exactly what do this is like uh we know I, I I didn't quite know he was like a state record or anything like that at the time but we knew he was really big and we knew he'd probably get a little bit of attention but we didn't quite understand the amount of attention he would require and I started trying to call my dad, and he wouldn't answer, of course, because he never answers when I need him most. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was like, I called my mom. I was like, okay, where's dad? And they're like, I don't know what's happening. I said, I, I killed that deer. And they're like, oh my gosh, you killed that deer. I was like, yeah, I killed that deer. And they're like, okay, okay, we'll try to get a hold of him. And when I hung up, I called my two hunting buddies, which were hunting probably a mile away on their own places. Um... And the first one I called, he was just now getting out, so he was kind of whispering. I was like, What's what's up? What's up? You know, so it's like I killed him, I dropped him, I dropped him. He's like, You dropped what? And I said, Eight by eight. And he goes, Oh, cool. He thought I said, We have a big eight point, our room, like a really big about 140. <laughs> he thought I killed the eight point, and he goes, Oh, cool, great. And I was like, Dang, that wasn't the reaction I thought I was gonna get, you. but he. He hung up, and he said, okay, I'll, I'll be there in a bit, and he hung up. I called my other buddy, and he was like, what's up? I just got back to Taylor's house. He said, what's up? And I said, I dropped him. He said, which one do you drop? I said, the 8 by 8 and I he just screamed so loud. He's like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. He said, I'll be there in, in as fast as I can, and he I just heard a bunch of rumbling, bumbling, and then he turned on his four-wheeler and hung up, and let's just say he got there in his four-wheeler, right behind my buddy with his car <laughs> 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 so he drove probably 40 in the four-wheeler to get down the dirt road and get there he yeah. uh they drive down the road and as soon as the first buddy had called taylor smith he opened door he said hey that that's not that eight by it's not the eight point what are you talking about i said i told you eight by eight and by that time I'm, i almost get tackled to the ground by tanner he's like oh my gosh that's awesome you know like he comes and he like Full on, almost form tackles me to the ground. He's so happy, and um, it was just like one of those things where we were kind of like, oh, and all in awe at the same time, because they were like, oh my gosh, this is something special, maybe, and like he's in the middle of our, in the middle of this food plot, so we ended up getting a bunch of pretty good pictures. Those were the pictures that you guys saw. All well, the pictures in the middle of our food plot. There, he was actually in the middle of our brush road, and. We, we brought it back to the house, took a few more pictures, and um, we cleaned him up, and our neighbor has a skin and pole, so we went over there, and he walked up and said, oh, my gosh. We were like, what? We know it's a pretty big deal, and he was like, that's, that's like, he said, you got a lawyer yet? And I was like, no. We <laughs> <know."> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He said, that's going to be uh, maybe a record, buddy, and I was like, you think so? And I mean, I kind of shrugged it off. And then I, uh, when I posted it on Facebook and stuff, I was like, I'll probably get a few reactions from my friends, my family. It'll be a cool thing, you know, and I wake up to 500 new friends on Facebook. I was like, whoa, okay, uh, that's pretty cool. And I get all these messages on uh, the Facebook Messenger thing saying, oh my gosh, that's a giant yada yada these people from Canada saying I'm rooting for that uh, Hanson or whatever. and And, and like, oh i didn't know it was that big but i mean it was just the whole thing was super cool how it happened i almost didn't go and then how he ran like 20 yards and i i it was even cooler that my buddies got to come help me pull him out and take pictures and stuff and it was just a neat experience all around
1: yeah man you can't beat that this yeah. goes to show you man you you're like you're running late don't know if you're gonna go to the stand or not and yeah. get in there and he comes out you know you got what couple hours to dark yeah. you're like man i'm not gonna see anything and then you have the best time of your life you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, it, exactly yeah it can happen any moment you just got to be out there in the stand and uh you know yeah. did you said that you had him on a lot of the trail cams on you know the routes going to this food did you have him on this food plot
3: a lot um not really i mean we had him a couple times we have a His favorite place was back at, we had this camera set up back in the woods kind of close to our hunting cabin because we, I mean, he feels safe back there. That's where a bunch of our bigger deer like to hang out over there. They feel kind of safe back in the woods right next to that food plot because they usually hit it and then come to the food plot when it's dark usually. So we, I mean, we have a few corn feeders, supplement feeders across the whole thing just to get, you know, camera pictures on them. Um, his, one of his favorite spots was back in the woods, back in there, close to that food plot. He, I mean, the crazy thing is, we, the, our land is separated. It's about 120 acres, and it's <laughs> separated half and half, pretty much, with this big flood control water. It's this big watershed, and a lot of our deer. I mean, a lot of our deer are different from both sides. Um, we've like a whole, we've a herd of does on one side, herd of does on the other side, and a lot of them are different, and a lot of the bucks are different. But he kind of ran both sides. Um, we have a couple deer that go back and forth, but he kind of ran both sides. Got him everywhere, really. We had, I think, three to four trail cam picks. Uh, he put three to four trail cameras out, and he hit every one of them, like, almost every night. I mean, he made his rounds. He was definitely the dominant in there before. And nothing really messed with him, so he ran both sides. And, so it was kind of a toss-up where you really wanted to go hunting. Um, that was his favorite spot, is on that top. We felt like, but he's shown up everywhere, so it wasn't like we just had him completely patterned. Like, I mean, he was a very social deer because our neighbors had had pictures of him, a couple of them, which that made us nervous. <laughs> we gotta get this dude down. Sure they do, but um, they had a couple pictures of him and this other guy actually sent me pictures and he had some of them, which it was cool. He's about a mile away. He had pictures of him and, and he was a very social deer and he was everywhere really. So, yeah.
2: I just wonder how many deer like he come into contact with and could have fought and like, you know, broke a tine or two. Oh, I God. mean, so many tines, <laughs> you know,
3: Yeah, that's what he did last year. Actually, he got broke up. That was, that was what made it easy for us to pass him. We were like, okay, he's all broke up, you know, we, we kind of figured out a supplement program. We had a couple of years. He grew, he grew a bunch. He was 116 inch deer last year.
1: And so was it, was he a seven by seven last year or? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he, well, I don't even know what G that would be. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> he put another G, G- nine G on,
3: six, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but,
1: yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome, man. Put the past him as a, do you, you think he was a four-year-old or
3: we think he was four this year yeah that's yeah. what we're what we're thinking
1: so past a seven by seven even with them being broke up at 160 i'm not really keen on you know the class of deer but i i'm assuming a 160 is a good buck anywhere so um yeah. what what is kind of a good run-of-the-mill buck for oklahoma
3: if you really hunt hard you can get i mean 150 160 is a solid deer. Uh, yeah. We we do have a 170s, 180s. If you hunt hard and I mean you're, you're good at your craft and you, you manage your deer, you can get 170s, 180s consistently. But I mean they're hard to kill, harder. And then of course the, the, everywhere, 200, 190, 200 inch deer, is giant. So it's giant, typical anyway. But 150, 160 inch deer, is solid deer here. Yeah, it's, it's really pretty pretty much the
1: same thing for us as it is down there so do you have much ag around you or is it
3: yeah um yeah we we do we have that's we have some milo fields wheat fields corn fields bean, alfalfa nice it's yeah we have a we hunt the black bear creek pretty hard we have a creek that runs through one of our leases this did not happen to be on the black bear where we killed this one but we hunt some river bottoms and stuff.
1: Here. Nice. Yeah, most of the time when you get on the river bottom anywhere, there's some ag close to it yeah. and it makes the deer a little bit better. So mm-hmm. So after you get the deer down, you know, your your neighbors telling you that you might have a potential world record. So kinda of go into the process of, of that. Uh, you know, what'd you do after that?
3: Um, after we kind of figured out it was going to be a potential world record and stuff is what you're asking. Yeah um we we kind of took it slow people approached us we weren't gonna just we were waiting to see we were trying to get a green score on him and if the green score was close and i was like okay we're gonna get the contact lawyer here he's if barring something crazy he's going to be the Oklahoma archery state record and possibly the overall Oklahoma record um but we we kind of took it slow we weren't really looking for money or anything like if a guy's going to say, hey, we'll, we'll pay you, we're not going to say, no, 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 don't pay us. But we weren't going to be like, hey, for this story, we want, you know, so, such and such amount money to sell our story. We weren't going to do that. I mean, we felt like this story deserved to be told, deserved to be told without, any, I don't know, incentive. Yeah. I get what you're saying.
1: You did it right, man. You know, you kill yeah. a giant deer like that. You got, you know, like you said, you had 500 friends requests. You got to, you know thousands and thousands of people wondering you know what the story is and yeah. you don't see deer like that you see a deer with trash and they're giant and insane yeah. but you don't see deer that are just insanely typical and eight by eight i mean that's insane yeah. in general so
3: yeah it was certainly very crazy um dad would joke to people He'd be like yeah we're gonna stay right here on camera and they'd be like yeah you're funny he's like yeah <laughs> like yeah yeah i'm funny <laughs> as soon as that deer dropped he called his best friend his best friend came over and he was like you weren't lying were you and he said oh i wasn't
1: said, <laughs> 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 i told you
3: man so yeah. that's pretty awesome
1: man i mean yeah. to to shoot a state record and to do it on a family farm your dad passed him the year before that's pretty pretty i don't know how you top that but uh, yeah what yeah. did what did he end up did you score him that night or anything like that or
3: no, I mean dad did a regulator on him and he grossed him two oh seven, I think was his his best one he got was two fourteen. He had him around two oh seven average gross and he ended up grossing um two oh nine with uh the game warden who uh scored him. But he ended up netting like one ninety 190 two, one ninety three.
1: Nice, yeah,
3: because deductions.
1: Yeah, man, that's insane though. One ninety net. That's <laughs> yeah, that's incredible yeah. for the typical as typical frame as you got. And like you said, you had them base kickers, but really didn't have anything. Oh
3: no, yeah,
1: at all going on. Just yeah. just time, 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 time. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah, you remember how wide he was?
3: Mm, I can go look. The score sheet. I remember. Both main beams were, one One main beam was 26, the other was 24, 16, and two-eighths.
2: I going to say, he did look very wide from the pictures. Yeah, 16,
1: 28 Yeah, that's pretty tight, man. That I think it makes him look bigger when he's tight like that. He's just got the tall towering tines. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine finding a 7x7 seven seven shed. That'd be insane
3: oh, so yeah i don't know we looked we were like okay this would be cool we killed him and we had his schedule last year and stuff like that but we didn't end up finding it but
1: well props we, to your dad man for sure for passing yeah. him last year as a 160 you know and i mean it's crazy yeah. what a deer can do in a year and like you said you we hear that a lot you know you, you get a mineral program going that works out and you can grow these deer and then they just genetically from three to four, they're going to take a big jump, anyways, you know. So that I I don't think I would have passed him at one sixty, <laughs> you know what I mean? But but yeah. then you wouldn't have a potential state record on your hand, you know what I mean? So yeah, just goes to show you what a what a pass could do. So props to your dad, man. That's that's pretty awesome. And then to have his, I'm sure he was hunting the deer too. So to have his kid kill it, I guess it's better than the neighbors, you know. Yeah. But yeah. That's yeah. got to be pretty he, cool.
3: He doesn't shoot anything. Like, that dude, it's got to be, that deer's got to be a state record. Or it's got to be older. <laughs> he, said, he said, I've been around the block, son. I've killed many deer. He said, I, I can pass them. You can kill them if you want. Nice. Well, that's, <laughs> that's
2: good, yeah. Pretty solid dad. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I guess yeah. you can only take out so
1: many so you gotta step <laughs> it up sometime i'm still at the mark where if it's decent it's, it's dead <laughs> yeah so
3: he, yeah he his favorite thing is supplementing them and going through that whole thing and he likes seeing how big you get them because that's his thing like like hey Gunner, look how look at the percent growth this guy has and i'm like yeah that's cool dad like, yeah <laughs> hey but dad I'm you shoot grow them
2: i'll shoot him. yeah yeah you grow them <laughs> i'll shoot them so <laughs> yeah
3: yeah, he he works really hard. I help him, but he works obviously he works harder than me at it because he loves it. So yeah,
1: that's cool, man. Growing deer—that's something that we can't do here in Illinois. But I could see how it could get addictive. Yeah. Oh yeah, you start seeing yeah. some growth and you start getting a relationship with them, and it's just yeah. like growing a big show pig. <laughs> You're yeah. Like try to get this thing as big as I can, then go in there and get after him. So yeah, but, I mean, you killed it on a hundred and twenty-acre piece and. It's Mm -hmm. not like you'd think Oklahoma, you know, you just don't, in my mind, you don't see that coming out of Oklahoma, but I mean, I've been surprised here recently. There's been giant deer killed absolutely everywhere, so Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of people say the minerals ain't doing much, but they got to be doing something like Ohio's just pumping out giants, Oklahoma, you know, everywhere that can feed and mineral heavy is starting to kill some absolute
3: giant deer. Yeah. We got two on camera. We're going to have that eight point that didn't get killed this year got a couple more days man Just got a couple more days and i'll live <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice. same thing with our other deer we, we got one that's probably going to be 190 inches next year and we have another one that's got 150 inch eight point wow probably not next year if, yeah. if they do anywhere close to what this eight eight did that's yeah that's what we're thinking so wow
1: man, that's something to look forward to for sure yeah um so. I mean, you got the you got the state record down. So now, I mean, I don't know what else you do. Yeah. Just keep killing big deer. I guess you can't top. I mean, yeah. I guess you could top your own record. That would be pretty sweet. That would be sweet. Yeah,
3: that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, that'd be super sick. That's what, that's what my neighbor said. Right off the bat. He said, "Well, you got you got nothing to look forward to now, really." Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I can go. Um, we're going to Colorado this October. We're going to mule deer elk hunt with our hunting group, and that'll
1: be fun. We're going to do other things, so it'll it'll be cool. It'll oh, be yeah. Yeah, mule deer, that's elk. Neither of We have even killed either of those. That's something mm-hmm. that we want to do someday, but, yeah, that would yeah. definitely break the monotony of, you know, you just killed a state record. Might as well go do something else epic. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: It's kind of—I it. Uh, I killed a giant last year, and it'll kind of ruin you if you kill, like, a 140. You'll be jacked, but you'll be like, man, it just— you're never going to have that yeah, same yeah. experience of walking up on that thing. Like, holy crap, what yeah. did I just do? What just happened, yeah. you know? So. Yeah.
2: I think the one thing that was really cool is like, most guys get to call their buddies and be like, hey, I just shot at this deer. You know, I think I hit him pretty good. Yeah. But, like, he's in the tree looking at the deer and be <laughs> like, hey, man, he's down. Yeah, you know? he's like, down. Like, yeah. I,
3: I got him. <laughs> he's down. So I, I think by the time I got a hold of my buddies, I was sitting there laying next to him because I was just like, oh don't get up please <laughs> please just, just laying, stay laying
1: your body on I'm like all right this thing isn't yeah. moving he's dead. Yeah. yeah sure yeah not to have to track him or anything that's dropping in 20 yards you can't ask for anything better than that yeah. yeah didn't break a tine on the way down yeah
3: <laughs> that would have that would have sucked i would have had my buddy who's a taxidermist just start gluing yeah <laughs> glue this back together for me
2: so with all this, um, attention and, you know, um, everything that's come with this deer, what's been like the most bizarre thing that's happened? Um,
3: I don't know. I don't know. Bizarre. I got a call from Boone Crockett. That was cool. It, I've gotten some people like tell me that this deer came from Kansas that off of a ranch that they work at. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. This guy told me that this deer escaped from his high fence ranch and I just happened to kill it in Oklahoma. I said, <laughs> I said you need to get off the drugs, buddy. This, yeah. is
1: not- <laughs> this deer just ran, you know, a few hundred miles <laughs> and down to my yeah. my little piece. So.
3: Yeah, we've had people say, yeah, we went by that. He said, people try to defend me and they're like, no, that, that was definitely killed in Oklahoma because I drove by their land on the highway the other day and i'm like bro there's no highway going by thanks for trying Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah i can see i couldn't imagine the amount of people that you know start talking crap when you got a deer of that that caliber and that size but uh it doesn't look like you and your friends are you know you run uh you guys started out outdoor defiance is that correct
3: yeah we started it in october we've been trying to start it couple years now but we just kind of got it going this
1: october yeah it looks like all you guys are crushing really solid deer down there so you guys aren't aren't you know you know it looks like you know your way around some giant deer but in this case that thing is just a freaking nature and i mean so you're in college what are you 22 23 i'm 18 oh 18 holy smokes my college dates are all mixed up (laughs) man 18 yeah 18 wow okay so Man, you got Richard. a long ways to hunt. I hope you kill one bigger, man, but I, I don't know if... You might be able yeah. to kill one bigger, but more typical, you you might as well just yeah. throw the talent on that. But.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually turned 19 seven,
1: seven. Nice. well, wow, yeah. man. Yeah. Dropping studs that young.
0: Yeah. I
1: think I did see that in that newspaper. Already. You, were, you were in your local newspaper, and it said 18-year-old. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that now. Yeah, so, yeah. man. Epic. That's how it happens, man. It's a... Uh, it's those hunts when, you least where, when you least expect it, when you least expect it, you got that deer. You know, you're just going out there. And, oh, I'm
2: just gonna go sit on the edge. You know, yeah. just, uh, just hunt just hang this out food out
1: plot that. that I don't really get him on a lot. I'm running yeah. late. You know, and and they had to they had to talk me into hunting this
3: spot actually because I was dead. I was gung ho going to the back to the third food plot we have. I was gonna go trek to the back because I just had a feeling, and they were like, "Dude, where do you see him the most?" top field and they're like well, why would you go there i said well i just had a feeling yeah i just got a feeling they're like go to the top field it's like whatever i said i don't kill him it's on you guys and guess what i killed him
1: so <laughs> <laughs> yeah well man i i uh i've read you know quite a bit of the articles that you've been in and i just want to give you you know a good shout out that it hasn't went to your head you know you're still just a kid in college you know still weed whacking you know what i mean <laughs> just doing your thing yeah. and uh yeah I mean, I know a lot of people that kill this deer and they're automatically the best deer hunter in the world and, um, and then they're wanting money to share the story instead of coming on some poduck podcast like ours, you know what I mean? So, um, I I appreciate you being humble about it and, you know, and sharing the story and, and doing the right thing. And I know that you're, you're trying to promote, uh, you know, younger hunters getting in back into hunting and that's something that we need right now. And I know that's kind of the outdoor defiance is passion to do so um shout out to you for doing that you know this is a good good way for you to get this momentum behind you know okay yeah i have you know you get the connection of oh this guy's got the oklahoma state record and then you can start talking okay. about deer hunt them and motivate them to to get out there and try it yourself so
3: yeah our our team's pretty cool like how we how we do our how we do our stuff we got a guy from tennessee whose thing is bass fishing he's a college bass fisherman and that's all he does is i mean he's he's duck hunting with us now he's been here for two weeks duck hunting with us and he's his big thing is bass fishing he's trying to go pro that'll that'll be cool we got a, got a guy in colorado who's knocked down a pretty big elk this year and he we're going to go to colorado this summer actually and go trout fish some alpine lakes and streams and stuff with him we're going to have footage of that and we have you know the other two guys that are here and I mean, it's just, it's just cool what we're trying to do. Um, we're going to open up, I think, a questions forum here pretty quick so people can ask us different questions and we're going to answer different questions about hunting and fishing and stuff. And I like how most of our, not most, all of our stuff really revolves around, you know, God and Christ and stuff. And we're trying to promote that too. And that's a big part of who we are as people too. So,
1: yeah, props to you, man. Always do you, you know once you start doing stuff that you don't think you would like, or that's when it becomes not fun and, and you just don't feel right about it. We've talked about having, you know, having people on the podcast and we just were like, ah, it's not us. You know, we yeah. wouldn't feel right doing it. That's not what we want to do. Not what we want to promote. So, um,
2: but just the most important thing is like, you guys have started like that was <clears throat> like, we wish we would have started sooner. And then we, if we would did start sooner, it'd have been, Oh, well we should have done it before that. Yeah. But the main the main thing is you guys are actually doing it and it's up and going and you know you can't say well I wish I'd have done it sooner I mean you're 18 you got you got forever and yeah you know I, it'd be cool if we were doing this for like four or five years more but a lot of people talk about doing something and they wish they did or wish to be a part of something but you just got to go out there and do it yourself
1: yeah so I read I read one article and it was talking about. Um, the base trash making a huge difference. Um, can you go into that a little bit? How much of a difference did that make with being the the record? Have you do you know yet or no?
3: We don't officially know. We're gonna get the official score after the drive period later. I think in the next couple weeks we are. But if he did not have that trash there, he would blow out the Oklahoma overall record wow man that, that's basically the only thing like that was dang we it we should have chiseled yeah we should have probably you got any that. supplements <laughs> that
1: make some not grow base trash because i need that in my life <laughs> yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, I read that and uh i was like man you know just a couple inches to because once you're up there in the big leads you might as well win it all right you might as well be yeah. top dog yeah. you know and you're got to think man <laughs> yeah. just a couple base trashes is, is
2: preventing it but what is the state record down there right now?
3: Oh, uh, the overall, which is gun and everything, is like one ninety three and oh, three I think. And he ended up grossing like one ninety two and six eighths. Oh. And it's yeah, it's those deductions right there. Really, they they, two of them were over an inch. And yeah, that's. Yeah, that's
1: you. Yeah, you blew without, it out. Yeah. I would say, yeah, it's yeah, crazy.
2: Like, when when you get to that level and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, it would have smoked it, but really it was like four inches. You know what I mean? But yeah. that, I mean, four yeah, inches yeah. on a deer is a lot. Yeah,
1: four inches when you yeah. get that big is an absolute blowout, you yeah. know? Like, because some, some of the records are beat, beat by like an eighth, you know what I mean? Yeah. Besides, yeah. like, the world record that was killed that beat it, you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> just disgustingly. He just crushed that. But, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: that was like 17 inches yeah. or yeah. something.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. I, I had to tell myself before he got scored, I was like,
2: man, I can't be disappointed if
3: he doesn't get the record. Like, this dude's amazing. You know, he's great. So I was like, I was like talking to my parents. So I was like, you know, it'd be cool if he was a record. But, I mean, it'd just be cool, something we could promote our group with. And it'd just be cool because, you know, I mean, I just happen to kill a record. I mean, it'd be cool. But if it didn't happen, I'd be, I mean, I was going to, I told myself I'm gonna be super happy because, he's such a great deer, and he's already got publicity about it. I already have a platform, sort of, to kind of share my story and stuff, and share it positively. And a bunch of this gave hunting a very positive outlook, I guess. It kind of brought people together, which was super cool too. I love to see that.
1: Yeah, like I said, you did it right. You know, you're you're not out there. You're not bashing anything. You're not saying, you know, I killed it because of this or I killed it because of this. You're just a kid that killed a giant deer doing it your, your way talking about, you know, Christ talking about what you believe in and, uh, not selling out to, you know, everybody saying, oh, I killed it because I had this product or, you know, yeah. this and that. So I, I respect you for that, man. Um, I know that a lot of big deer have been killed and then it comes out a little while later that you can't hear the story cause they've sold it to North American whitetail or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so,
3: yeah, yeah we, we said if we're going to get money, it's going to be someone wanting a replica or something. And if, I mean, if they don't, it's whatever. I got, I got a cool story and I can tell it. For Heck year. yeah.
1: You got it the rest of your life. Didn't, you know, to mm-hmm. say, yeah, yeah, I got the Oklahoma state record. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Killed it with a bow, at, you know, 20, yeah. 25 yards. It's not a big deal. So, well, man, we, we appreciate you coming on and, and telling your story. Um, I know yeah. we did it quick. Um, but, uh, I'm glad that you let this story out. Like I keep saying it, it's an absolute epic giant buck. And, uh, I don't know what else to say besides. Still some unfinished business to see where it's going to land. Yeah. 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 And, and I will be looking out to see kind of what happens to you and be following your post and, and, uh, hopefully, hopefully you, you get it, man. It sounds like you got a good chance, but, um, we're rooting for you, man.
3: Oh, thanks. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. You keep doing you keep being true to yourself. And, uh, keep growing that page and uh, don't let anybody call you out as when we first started, man, we got, <laughs> we got all kinds of comments, you know, and uh, yeah. just keep going and then you'll be surprised on, you know, how it grows and who you meet and the connections you make and how much fun that you have. If you keep doing what you want to do, it, uh, it will be a good, a good thing to do in your life is just keep growing it and, and meet people and have fun and, and promote hunting.
3: Yeah i'm excited to see where it goes and really
1: am all right guys i uh, hope you enjoyed that story um, we cut it kind of short we had another guy coming on he had some stuff to do so we wrapped it up quick um they don't get much bigger than that typical wise you're talking a potential state record him being humble about it super nice kid um i'm glad that he came on and got to share his story i know he's wanting to get it out there um, like I said, his team—they're dropping some some really nice deer for their age. So it'd be cool to follow them and see what they do. Yeah. Um, throughout their years and uh, just another another page out there promoting hunting in a good way. So, um, you guys do do a solid for us. Hit that subscribe button on this on the podcast. Keep hitting that play button. Um, that season's probably wrapped up for you, but start thinking about them sheds, man. Um, get the kids out there. Find them sheds. They absolutely love that. Um, They can be loud. They can run around. You ain't got to worry about scent, whatever. Just get out there and find some sheds, leave a legacy, and wipe the legacies out.